Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hey girl. Hey sis, what's up? You know, nothing much. Um, resting, relaxation, recharging, all mm-hmm. of the above, mm-hmm. all of the R's. That's mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. <laughs> I understand that. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? I'm good. Life is good. Things are great. Good. Yeah. I like to hear that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move into this Motivation Monday. Okay. So this one was found in the Pinterest streets. <laughs> and it says, it's okay. You just forgot who you are. Welcome back. Welcome Hello. Back, sis. How you doing, girl? Welcome Back. Welcome back. Okay. That's it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes. Okay. I like it. Y'all ain't hear that run she just hit though. Okay. My I'm not going to keep that in there. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> that will definitely be cut. But um, yes, I do love that girl because whew, so many times we get lost in the sauce and have to come back to uh, the world as we are. So I love that. Um, you ready for the scoop? Yes. Yes, I am. I have to realize I do have to change. I have to change the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, we're back at it again with, uh... Noir on Twitter. That's U-R-S-I-N-E-N-O-I-R. He comes up with the greatest questions for Insecure. Um, so this is season four, episode seven. <clears throat> I feel like it's another filler episode, but it's also from Molly's perspective, which, you know, I enjoyed because it's like it's great to see both sides and how both people react to what's going on. Right. So, it definitely is another filler episode, but it's good to see the opposite side. Yeah. Yes. I think so many times we like... Obviously, we're only us, right? And Mm -hmm. we forget about it. Yeah, like you just don't even think about it. So, would you have been angry if you were Molly and you knew Issa saw you in the restaurant and didn't speak? Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-mm. I wouldn't have cared if I were Molly. I mean, she's the one who created this whole situation Mm -hmm. and is the reason that they're beefing at the level that they are right now. Granted, they both are at fault because it shouldn't have gotten to this point. But the way Mm -hmm. she responded to her at her black party made it, and then other times as well, basically made it, created this feeling or this air that they don't, they can't talk to each other. They don't want to be in the same place. You know what I mean? You made Issa feel so, um, I guess, uncomfortable with your presence that she didn't even want to pick up her food that she planned on picking up. And you thought that, and I think that Molly thought that it was a lot less serious than it was, I guess. Of course. And then when she saw she's not that big of a deal. Right. Because you saw she was like, oh, okay, let me get ready. She was getting ready to like ignore her. Was be like, oh, hey, girl. Right. Right. So I really wish that Issa would have walked in the restaurant and not said anything to Molly because then that would have further prepared her 
to <laughs> to basically be in her feelings. It would have just put her further mm-hmm. in her feelings because she knows she fucked up. But yep. her leaving, um, I think it also made Molly feel kind of bad because it probably made her feel like, damn, I made this girl. Like, me and this girl got to the point where she don't even want to talk to me anymore. She don't want to walk right. in the same restaurant as me. She even made it the, the statement, like, she ran away from me like I was a job. Right. Like. That was shady. <laughs> I didn't like that. When she said she ran away from me like I was an actual job. Like, the fuck you yeah. mean, bitch? But that's what Molly does. I feel like if I was Molly, I wouldn't want Issa to come talk to me at all. Because I'm sure you're not in the headspace to talk to her either. So i probably been sitting there like, please don't talk to me. Please, please. But I did think it was kind of, like, um, shady, like you said, with the comment. Because... You're creating. You've created the problem, and now you want this girl to come kiss your feet to make it better. Precisely. That's kind of how I saw it, and it's just like once again, I feel like Molly feels like the world revolves around her, and it doesn't. And Issa kind of showed that by not going into the restaurant and not even dealing with it and not even talking to her or you know creating this bigger scene than it could have been. Exactly. So love that. Um, Fast forward, you know, Molly's going on vacation with her um, boo, Mm -hmm. Andrew. But prior to that, she had a meeting, um, like an impromptu meeting. So was Molly out of line for how she spoke to her assistant? Why or why not? How would you have responded? I agree with the words that she used, but I don't agree with the way she used them. The tone. The tone, right. So as when you're in a career like that, when you're a lawyer or a doctor or whatever, you lose your ability to be wrong, right? So mm-hmm. even, for example, event planning, you are the manager or the director. This is your event. You lose mm-hmm. the ability to be wrong or for things to fall apart and you not fix it, True. right? It always falls under your belt. So if you have an executive assistant that's supposed to be on top of things because that's their job to be on top of your schedule so that you don't forget things and then they forget, yeah, it makes you look bad. It actually made me think about how I would handle that situation and I definitely would be like, hey, I understand that you're busy, but this is something that we can't miss because it makes me look bad and it makes me look like I don't have my stuff together and that's not what I hired you for. I would say it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, when you make a mistake, it makes me look dumb and you don't get paid to make me look dumb. That's kind of like, nah, I would just be like, you know. Very condescending. I don't Um, hire you to miss these things. This is your job to be on top of it. So whatever system you need to figure out to fix it, figure it out or else I'm going to have to find I feel like Molly's just on 50. So everybody's getting shot. Everybody's Mm -hmm. getting it. Everybody's getting tongue lashings by her. And, um... It just shows how out of control she really is. And mm-hmm. I think that's just f- making her even more crazy or angry or upset and just annoyed. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should talk to anyone in that manner. I think tone is everything. I think her word choice, like you said, was fine um, in a sense. I don't think I would use like words like dumb or right. um, in in that context, just because now you've kind of put friction between you and your staff member who reports right. to you in a sense. Right. So you're like when you get back from vacation, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be a little bit of um, tension there. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have used those that language. But I think that she should have addressed it. But in a way that was kind of just like, listen, 
because they're both going obviously the girl's busy and molly's busy and they got both things going on probably in their personal lives but that doesn't give you the right to snap at anyone or make anyone feel less no. than or make anyone feel stupid you know so i didn't really respect molly on that t- that front but mm-hmm. i will say that um you're right she's right like when you have a lot of shit going on if you're the assistant, I expect for you to make sure that the process and procedures are in place so that I know what's going on prior to not an hour or two hours before my flight takes off when I'm going on vacation for a week or right. whatever the case may be. So step it up. And if you need a better system, talk to me about it. But that kind of thing. nah. especially at her level, I, I wouldn't let that slide either. No, it would definitely be addressed. I just wouldn't address her in the disrespectful yeah. manner that she chose to. So. Obviously, this meeting was going to have Molly. She was stressing about it because then she was feeling like she was going to miss her flight. So you see her running through the airport, which I've definitely been there a few times. Running through the airport, missing my flight, all that good stuff. So what kind of traveler are you arriving early at the gate, waiting for the plane? Or are you always rushing for it, missing flights? What What kind of thing do you do? I'm always rushing for it. I've missed one flight. Okay, no, I've missed more than one flight, but... (laughs) I am always rushing for it. Always. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> have been the person that arrives early. I appreciate those friends that are like, let's get there super early and just sit there for a couple hours and read a book or whatever the case may be. I'm usually mm-hmm. like, I don't have to be there if the flight is at one. All right, cool. Then I can get there at 11, 45, 12 o'clock and be fine. But then you don't account for certain things like traffic or maybe yep. there's a backup in security and yeah, you don't think about those things. So <laughs> I'm no, usually I understand that. always rushing for my flights, which I'm going to not do that anymore. <laughs> going forward, going um, forth when the world opens up again. I feel like I typically like, I map everything out and I'm like, okay, I need to be there this at this time, you know, whatever the the planner in me has to put the time and the dates and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. together. And I always end up, even when I try to arrive early or on time, I always end up rushing. Yeah, that's me too. It literally is no matter what I do. I can be like, okay, I'm going to get a ride to the airport and I'm still going to be late. Like I try so hard. But if I'm going with friends, my friends hold me accountable and they're like, okay, we're leaving at this time because they're like, I have friends that are early birds um, when it comes to traveling. And it's great because they keep me online in check and it's like, okay, we can do this together. But when I'm by myself, I will potentially miss a flight. I have not missed many flights in my life, but um, I definitely have come close to missing a lot of flights that i so thankful that I didn't but oh absolutely I really yes. appreciate the friends even the ones who dropped me off at the airport oh yes and they're like okay your flight is at what time okay you need to be there at this time so we're leaving at this time uh-huh I don't want to hear anything else about it and you're just like okay yes. because I appreciate the friends that pick I'll you miss up a too. flight Whew. yeah the friends that pick you up shout out to y'all shout out to y'all because don't nobody want to wait y'all are necessary Uber. Oh, that train. Don't nobody don't park their We don't car. trust no lifts or boobers, okay? Okay. <laughs> Remember exactly. when George said that, like, last episode? Yes, last. <laughs> I don't so trust funny. no lifts or boobers. So do you mind um, when strangers talk to you on the plane, or do you want to be, like, left alone? Um, I feel like I usually want to be in my own world 
But okay. I, no matter where I am or where I go, I always end up making a friend. <laughs> Mm. so yeah strangers just typically do talk to me like that situation on the plane was so hilarious to me Field, shout out to her yes shout out to our black legend okay she ate that roll up but she she always does she always does but um i just it always happens to me like literally literally but i'm appreciative of the strangers that i meet because they usually are helpful in some way to my travel experience Okay, that's good. Um, I would say that for me, it's kind of like, it just depends. Some flights I've met people and it's been great. Some flights, I'm just, if it's early morning, I don't want to talk to anyone, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a, one of those red eye, first thing in the morning, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. flights, I'm not giving off the impression that I want to get to know what you got going on and what you're talking about because I really don't care. But if it's mm-hmm. like an afternoon, evening flight, I'm so down to like, have conversation, laugh, maybe catch you like a drink or something like that, whatever the case may be. So it just kind of depends on the time of day for me. Yeah. So. I mean, I understand. I'm usually not the person that's on the early. I I usually like to sleep on flights. Okay. Yes. I'm a big I usually sleep- like to I'm sleep an on advocate flights. for sleeping on flights. Fast forward in the episode, Molly and Andrew are talking and Nathan is on the phone um, on FaceTime and you hear EC in the background. So Molly makes a shady ass comment, right? So when you find out your friends have gone back to their exes, are you supportive? Um, or do you stay completely out of it? Or are you disappointed, angry? Tell them how you feel about it. I didn't like her comment. She um, always got shady comments. Molly is shady boots. Okay? She is shady boots. And I did not like her comment because I felt as if just like i did the other episode she takes every opportunity to take a shot at Issa. yeah like you have no sure. idea what their relationship is like she might have just been over there chilling as a friend which mm-hmm. it seems like their relationship has been thus far because they haven't had any kind of like close touching kind of intimate interaction as we've seen with them before but she yeah. don't know that and she wouldn't know that you want to know why because she hasn't talked to Issa in weeks so it's like girls but stop it's once passing again just an opportunity for her to shade her it really is i didn't appreciate that but um if i find out my friends go back to talking to a nigga they talk they used to talk to i'm never like oh my god what bitch i mean unless he like put his hands on you or something completely disrespectful then i'll be like okay man mm-hmm. let's talk about it what did he do to get you back but um other than that i'm usually like okay girl hold up now wait i ain't heard that name in a while what happened with that hold yeah. up let's go back now start that story <laughs> back over this? what's going on <laughs> yeah going tell on? me what's t sis you know that kind of thing but i'm never making shady comments about my friends that's that's never gonna happen unless i say it to their As faces yeah i'll be shady to y'all bitches faces but I'm not going to be shady to somebody else about y'all. No. I think that I'm, I'm the not my business, you do what you want to do kind of friend. Personally, I'm always like, if if my friends are coming to me for advice about going back to an ex or they just go back to one, I'm like, well, girl, you know, listen, I'm going to support you however you feel, whatever you want to do, however you want to move, go right ahead. I'm the single friend, so don't listen to what I tell you, Okay. You can't listen, like, you can only take my advice and take it with the the grain of salt that you want to take it with. Mm -hmm. But just be, you know, cautious. 
be aware of everything that's going on. And, you know, I just feel like I feel like that's a good thing to say just because sometimes when you're in it, you don't see it from other people's perspectives. So it's always good to like <laughs> have a friend do. say, girl, listen, from what my view looks, my perspective, this is how I feel. You can take that or not take it, but I just want you to be smart in your approach because right. you don't ever want to get caught up in a situation and now you're stuck in it. You know what I mean? So, right. um, yeah, I feel like with Molly and Issa, like Molly has no right to even shade her whatsoever because you don't know anything that's going on in her life. Clearly, you didn't know anything about the, the block party that she was throwing. Right. Cause you got there and was kind of shocked about how much was into it, you know? So that makes me believe you definitely don't know about what's going on with Nathan. So she doesn't know. She has no clue. Has no clue. So it's like you just really want to be shady towards Isa just because that's what fuels you and your anger right now. Instead of just saying like, okay, I was out of line. Right. I was hoping to see Andrew be like, yo, you know that was out of line. I don't like, okay, I feel throughout the past two episodes Andrew usually has been in my opinion I feel like he's been the voice of reason like okay wait a minute now Molly let's think about this or that but I feel like when Molly is on a thousand he allows her to be on a thousand he doesn't cut her off and say I mean no no at some point it needs to cut off it is not nice because if you're running around being a tyrant you're ruining your friendships you're going mm-hmm. off on every little thing that I do. You're going off on my brother for every, like you're going. But off I think on there has people. to be some type of like extent to it. I think it's nice that he allows her to feel how she feels and do that. But I think you're like you're saying it needs to be some type of some kind of drawback like, okay, listen, at some point. You can't. You're going beyond the level of just like your mind frame right now. You know. Right, some kind of drawback. I mean, for example, the thing that happened with Issa at the block party, I didn't expect for him to be like, "No, Molly, no!" Like in the middle of everything, allow her to feel how she felt, and then later on Mm -hmm. be like, "Hey, now I want to talk about that because I didn't think it would be a problem, and I thought she was your best friend, so I figured X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, I would bring it up and be like, "Why were you so charged by this?" Or what? I would want to have a conversation about it. And I feel like he kind of just let that one slide, and then it became another thing and another thing. And it's another a snowball thing. effect. And then, but it's I also like, feel like mm-hmm. I was going to say maybe it's because they're about to go to Mexico. So he's like, you know what? That happened. Let's just go to Mexico, and when we get back, we can actually like address it, and maybe she'll be in a better mind frame. Maybe, but when she was in Mexico, she was acting a fool. She was acting a whole fool, bro. I was like, okay, uh, bitch, you were. Mexico, she was acting a whole fool, a slap fool, trying to ruin everybody's vacation. Yeah, I was just like, come on, girl. exactly how she wants it to. And it's like, man, just relax. I mean, I feel like she was, she was compromising um, because his brother was a planner. So she was like, you know, I mean, the first night they decided to ditch it. And that was cool. That's what she wanted to do. So like, hey, check. The mm-hmm. second day was like the, the hiking and things like that, which is what her brother had planned. I feel like it definitely went left. 
when they were in the hot tub. But her brother is someone, and I noticed this the moment like they like all got together in the beginning. He's that little okay, well, devil's advocate. Okay, well, just letting you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I'm just going to drop this here, and um, hopefully, you know, you'll it'll stick because it has to, and this is what I want to do so that you can feel bad, so we can do it, you know. And yeah, I feel no, like he definitely he was, is that person because even when he they was were, that like, person we're tired, he was still pressing. He's, yeah, he's like, well, like, devil's well, advocate, we, okay, can't we just stay minutes. here and you never know? Like, it's like, no, nigga, I'm tired. Leave me alone, right. you know? Yeah, um, no, I get that. Yeah, so I feel like Molly was at least compromising then, but it definitely went left with the whole towel situation. Um, yeah, I mean, the towel and, situation, oof. I feel like the lady gave them towels and... I don't I don't think Molly was even there long enough to see if they showed her their card or not. Yes, I was about to say because I don't they could have showed her their card enough. first thing they walked up. Hey, here, can we have two towels for room three? Or it was hanging around their neck or something like random or on them something, or something like but she made such a big deal about it when it's like this literally is the hotel policy. It's not something that's odd or like out of sorts for people mm-hmm. to ask for. It's like. I guess for me, I would be like, girl, I'm on vacation. Regardless if it was a problem or not, I'll just report it later and go on about yeah. my business. Like, I'm not exactly. going to cause But you're not going to ruin my vacation. No, I'm not going to cause a whole big argument. The towel's not for me anyway. It's for his, his I mean, his wife. So exactly. I'll take my time and go back and get my card. And then I'll show them and then I'll get a towel. But all of that and then to get in the pool and then... I go off go <laughs> off I just feel like there's a certain time and place for certain types of conversations right mm-hmm. and there are certain people who get it and there are certain people who don't and I feel like as a black person we sense the people who don't get it we should we have that sixth sense you know like they don't mm-hmm. get it so is it worth me even continuing this conversation or not because it could have I would have definitely just talked to Andrew about it Right, just him in the room and been like, babe, this is what happened. Can you believe that? I would have let it go at that moment in time. But when we got back to the room, I'd have been like, so the girl downstairs was about to get her fucking head knocked off her shoulders (laughs) because X, Y, and Z. But I would not like... I guess it's to something extent where it's like that's his brother and his girl. You don't know his brother or his girl like that or his wife like that. So I'm not about to sit here, cause a scene in the midst of everything. And we're on vacation. I'm just going to address it with Andrew when we get back to the room because that's my man. Right. And he'll understand what I feel like. Because I feel like she kept she kept going. And it's like it's kind of like when you feel when you feel attacked, it's like you against everyone. Right. Yeah. So she started she making statements. Completely charged. Yes. Supercharged. And she started making statements and everyone was just like okay and then even Andrew was like what like I'm for you what are you talking about you know like he was thrown back by some of her comments too so it's just like do I really want to have an argument with my man and his sibling his brother on vacation in Mexico no I'll just address it later you know I feel like she definitely handled that oof that was not a good way to handle that situation but throughout the episode throughout the episode you've seen her just handle every situation in the most right charged manner and i mean it's not a secret that molly's she needs some therapy yeah she she definitely needs some more and i'm (laughs) so proud that she called her therapist and i think she realized like damn i'm all the way out here i really need some somebody to talk to me and give me some sense i think is that she's accustomed 
to things going her way and the way that mm-hmm. she pictures in her head. And then Control. she also is not very self-aware or able to accept blame in situations. Mm-hmm. So she's going through this thing with Issa and it's all Issa, 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 Issa. Issa's this person, mm-hmm. Issa's that person. She's such a terrible person. Right, 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 right. She's angry about it. But then fast forward just a little bit. And then now she's on vacation. And then the problem is the towel girl. Then right after the towel girl, the problem is Andrew's brother. Then right after that, then it's another thing, you know? So I think Mm -hmm. that it's starting to cascade into a situation where she's realizing that she's not the only one at fault. I mean, or she's not the victim in these situations that she likes to claim she is, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's like from a different perspective. She's starting to see like, okay, I'm the common denominator in all of these things. Right. Every and situation she that's she's happened. Ha- she has an um, issue letting things go. I was like, yes. Yes, that's, you do. That covers everything because that covers her issues with her dad, cheating mm-hmm. on her mom years before, you know, that clears out the issue or covers the issue that she has with Issa, the issue that she has with all these random people, people at work, yeah. you know. So I yep. think so. I agree. Um, I'm glad that she's taken the steps to address it. And I Mm -hmm. hope we see, I know they're going to dive deeper into that. Um, But I think that sometimes you get so caught up in just like, whoa, it's me. Mm -hmm. That when you start to like see that you're the common denominator, it does take a little bit for you to be like, okay, holy shit. Like I'm the reason that all of this stuff is happening. And sometimes you don't want to take that burden on actually realizing that. So it's easier just to lash out at people and make Mm -hmm. it seem like they're always the problem instead of you. Right. Precisely. Um, Let's get to Nathan. You were very right in your thoughts and your friends thought, I think, about Nathan having some mental issues. Yeah. Um, We talked about this, like I want to say, like two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But Andrew mentioned when Nathan ghosted, he was going through some mental health issues. Um, Is that a valid excuse for Issa to let him back in? In your opinion, do you think it brings a promise of future issues down the road? How would you handle it if you were Issa? Um, is it a valid excuse for her to let him back in? Mm-hmm. Yes, after conversation, I feel. I feel like a lot of conversation Agreed. needs to be had. Because yeah. just saying someone has mental health issues, that doesn't tell you remotely what anything like. to what that mm-hmm. looks like when they're in the thick of it. So I would need to understand what it looks like when you're in the thick of it. Is this depression? Is it bipolar uh, Is it bipolar? Uh, disorder are there manic episodes where you have and what Mm -hmm. does your mania look like those are those are things that I need to know to see if it's something that I can possibly tolerate or if I care enough about that person to tolerate are you on meds have your meds felt like they balanced you out if so how long have you been on them how long does the doctor think that this cocktail will last until they have to change it up again you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that there's a promise for issues in down the road. But in my opinion, if I'm dating someone who has some sort of mental health issue going on, I do feel like there's something at, or at some point that will trigger that again. It's not something that you get cured from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just be like, okay, we need to sit down. We need to have an open, honest conversation. And we need to talk about 
every aspect of what this is so that I know how to address it. But I'm gonna let you know right now, if you think that every time something happens, you finna ghost me, then let's just cut the losses right now. I agree. Um, I think it's important in this situation to also make sure that you're taking care of yourself at the end of the day. And if Nathan is having these, he experienced these different mental health crises, um, the conversation definitely has to happen for you to understand what that looks like overall. Mm -hmm. And it's on you to figure out whether you want to stay in something like this or even say like, okay, well, I feel like we're just, it's better for us to be friends so that I'm not caught up in an emotional whirlwind with you and I don't know how to handle it nor address it. Right. Mm -hmm. If it does happen again, I think that like, um, it's, not that it's a promise that it's going to have future issues, but it will come up again, right? Yeah. And if you don't know how to handle it prior to that coming up again, then it's going to bring up issues in the relationship. So I feel like sometimes with, I feel like in this situation, it's probably better that they're just friends for right now so that like she can, that she's not so invested in a, in a deeper emotional connection with him. And then he does it again. And she's like, what the hell, right. you know, or they never have the conversation. Cause he's someone also that, yeah, like she may seem really like, okay, like she's cool. Like he's a cool person, but she's an awkward person. So it's like, how do you have this conversation without making it awkward? Cause she's going to do that in general. Right. Yes. She can have serious conversations. Yes. She can bring like intellectual conversations to the, to the forefront. But I do think there's something about, someone addressing something with you and then you don't know how to handle it or no, don't know how to react or respond and that can make that person feel like why did I bring this up or right. um you know maybe that sends it maybe that triggers them into another episode you just never know what that looks like so um if I were Issa I would definitely just kind of remain friends with Nathan mm -hmm. he's good people he does really great things he's nice he's super sweet and he's helpful um and I think for her mental state, I think it's just better right now anyways, because Issa has a lot going on. Like, yeah. you're about to have a friend breakup. You know, that's a lot in general, especially if that's your best friend. And you don't really have, like, their friend group is very, very, very small, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you can't lose one without tipping off the others or it being like a different dynamic whenever you go around your friends because they want to invite her, but they have to, you know, maybe it's like a divorce in a sense, you know, so... Yeah, it is. It's hard. So I don't know. But I would definitely not do anything that would connect us emotionally on that forefront. Like we're going to be together for a long time or something like that. No. Protect yourself and protect your energy. Yeah, I agree. I would just kind of concentrate on the friend aspect and really get to know him in all of those aspects to see if it's even worth going through what you could potentially go through dealing with someone who has a mental disorder as serious as this could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what do you think about Molly running into Lawrence at the airport? I thought that was so awkward and it really didn't even was have it to it? be. Super uncomfortable. Like, why was that Like, awkward? he went in for the handshake, she went in for the hug, then he went in for the hug, and she went in for the... It was like... The body <laughs> vibe was just off. It was just really weird. I mean, the fact that Andrew hadn't met 
Lawrence. Hopefully he knows who he is to mm-hmm. Molly because I feel like if I were that person's significant other and then something like that happened, I would be like, have y'all fucked around before or something? Like, why y'all? Why are y'all so awkward? Yeah. That's weird. You know, I guess it was me, a very weird interaction to me. It really was. And I guess like for us watching it, I just assume that everyone knows about Lawrence and Issa. Like, Everyone should know that they broke up and that it was a talk. It was a crazy relationship and blah, 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 blah. But then I think to myself, right. like, Andrew did come in on the aftermath of that. He has never known Issa with Lawrence. He's never even seen Lawrence. No. So I thought that was really awkward. I will say, give his flowers. Give flowers to Jason J. Ellis for um, directing the episode. Oh, he really directed good. this episode? Yes, I he did. And that was his mom. That. Yes, and that was his mom at um as a TA, TSA lady. Uh, really? Boarding the plane. Yeah. That, so that was really funny. sweet. He was super that excited. Really he was cute. tweeting about it. Um, yeah, I thought that was super sweet. And um, it was a really good episode overall from just the different um, perspectives and mm-hmm. Molly being Molly. And I thought he did a really good job at that. Yeah, that was a really good episode. It was a really good filler episode. And, mm-hmm. you know, like we said, we like to see the other side of things. Um, so, yeah, I'm not. I was listening to Insecurity, the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I was listening to theirs la- about last week's episode. And I believe it was Fran who was like, she thinks that Molly saw Issa walk away and or maybe it was crystal whoever was one of them was like i think that she saw her walk away and then the other was like no i don't think so i don't think she did and then it's funny to see that she really did oh question Mm -hmm. who do you think lawrence was calling when he walked out of the airport and he was like hey i was just thinking about you isa you think it was isa i do i think so I think there's some unresolved, unfinished business there. that it's Issa. And I feel like it's definitely time for them to have a conversation. But Insecure likes to throw, you know, plot twists in there. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it could be Condola or Tasha or anybody. Oh, oh, that would be kind of cool to bring her back, too. I like Tasha. But it could Um, be anybody at this moment. But I really do hope that it's Issa because I feel like... They need to have some conversations. And then Lawrence was coming from Fresno. Like, what's in Fresno? I wonder if he got a job or something. Because, you know, his company was kind of downsizing, remember? I know. I wonder if he was going on an interview or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was going on a job interview. Because he never said. He was just what like, was yeah, I was in there. Fresno. And she was like, oh, okay. But I would be interested, uh, interested to see. Right. I'm interested Ah, I'm interested to see if um, Lawrence was out there for a job interview and if there's like a potential move in his future and then what that means with him and Issa as well. I'm Girl, interested. They're going to be friends. They may have a one nighter, you know, oh, they definitely gonna fucking thing going oh, on. Sure. It may be multiple nights, but um, I predict that they'll definitely I mean, the next episode, it shows that they're going to link up. So, um, but that could be more than just a, a friendly link up, you know? So, right. I'm here for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. girl, do your thing. As am I. So, we I have. Like Lawrence. And I feel like Lawrence and Issa have grown apart. Um, sometimes, you know, it's just to go back to that old thing. Sometimes you want that old thing back. Not all the time. 
Not all the Don't time. Don't get it twisted. Okay? They need to <laughs> definitely make some progress within themselves before you go back and just accept regular old schmegler bull. But I'm interested to see what happens between them two. Yeah, I'm interested to see their dynamic. I just like, yeah. um, I really like their banter and the way they interact with one another. She interacts with him in a completely different way than she does with other men. And mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to see that because I feel like they are also friends as well as like being exes. So, yeah. And I feel that also Lawrence knows that and he recognizes that Issa was the one who was there for him when he was depressed and going through all of this Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, ooh, that just foreshadows something, actually. I feel like Issa does have the patience to deal with Nathan. Oh, she definitely has the patience patience to to deal with Lawrence. When he was going through all this stuff. She has the patience. It's more so if she wants to It's not just about the patience, though. I yeah. feel like you can have all the patience, but do you truly want to be patient to deal with that right. again after just getting out of a five-year relationship with someone who was also like that? Right. Not saying that Nathan and Lawrence are the same. Obviously, they are two different people, but it's like when you just came from that to go to that again, huh, like you have to have some better coping mechanisms before I just dive into that again because Lawrence didn't have any, and that was a process. Mm-hmm. And you saw what it did. It, she cheated on Lawrence, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to go and repeat that same cycle? Exactly. So, But she yeah. definitely has the patience. Yeah, she definitely has. It's just all about if she feels like he's worth it or if she wants yeah. to go through that. Um, another honorable mention. Let's talk about Molly's terrible ass wig. I mean, bitch, you oh have a Oh, my one, God. What is it? You have all these name brand bags Honey. and shoes and MCM Honey. shoes. Like, I mean, just, and that wig looked like you got it from the beauty supply, girl. It looked so motherfucking I... wiggy. It didn't have a hairline. It didn't have I was a, disappointed. A scalp. I really was. With the part. Like, I am Because Molly's hair perplexed. is typically laid. And I was definitely looking at that wig the entire time. Like, girl. Like, what is Nobody this? told you that that was not okay? It looks But maybe so that bad. just shows that, like. She is so out of control that she can't even control what she puts on her head and how it no, looks. No, <laughs> I feel like Molly is just one of those girls who will spend money on what they want to spend money on. And I feel like she'll spend money on bags and clothes and shoes in a house. But then her head look like this. Now, hold on. This is one instance. Molly's hair is typically like laid. This is my first time. Well, maybe not my first. Maybe the past couple of episodes, her hair has yeah, been like her this. Her hair like, is typically ugh. like But nice. this is like the past couple episodes. But this? Throughout the seasons, Molly's hair is typically late. So we're going to have to give her some grace. She going through it. I didn't really like that last bob with the uh, with the bang, though. The bang? Yeah, I yeah. feel like bangs always look like, I mean, very It looked like a hater ass hairstyle. <laughs> she just like, needed the big old sunglasses to match it. Yeah. Like, just karen energy exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's all the questions that i got though thank you okay good yeah i don't have any more so that was good yeah i like that i enjoyed that you ready to get into do of the week (laughs) 
So this week's do of the week, if you're going to go out and gallivant across the town, I don't know where you guys live, but we are here in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Make sure you are wearing a mask. Keep your hand sanitizer on deck because the people are out and you need to protect yourself at all times. That's all I got. That's (laughs) good. Because people are really Be safe out out in these streets. Yeah, girl. Out and about, like, you know, the COVID is over with. Like, since they decided they're tired of it, that it is now Mm -hmm. over with. I am confused. But it's, you know, live your best life. Natural selection, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that on that. Well, make sure you guys follow us on our journey on Instagram at becomingshe underscore. If you guys have any questions, comments, any ideas for sponsorships or partnerships or whatever, email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. Other than that, Mm -hmm. I think that's all we have for you. Thank you guys so much for supporting us each and every week. We love you. We out. Bye.